0: My name is Jeremy Devins and welcome to the Quiet Mind Yoga Podcast. I've been teaching yoga since 2011 and I've created this podcast so you can practice anytime, anywhere, hour-long classes, hatha, vinyasa, yin, and gentle yoga. To sustain this podcast, click the link in the show notes to become a supporter for as low as 99 cents a month or up to $9.99 a month. This helps me put out new shows every week so you can continue your practice and if you want to keep in touch with me, visit quietmind.yoga, where you can join the email list and hear about all the new classes and upcoming events. Thanks for listening. Something I've been thinking about for myself, uh, my own practice, is just the way that our body can create resistance. Um, and I've worked with kids a lot over the years, I, I worked in social work for a while, and if you've ever worked with kids or have kids, you know like around like when they're kind of developing like four, five, six, seven, eight, they have that thing where like if one of them has a conflict, they'll come to you and be like, he did this. And then right away the other kid will be like, no, I didn't. Or like, he has my toy. It's like, no, I don't. It's like, well, what's that in your hand? It's like, that's my toy, you know? So it's, it's like immediately there's this like conflict. It's like, he did this and then no, he didn't. And then they, they both kind of tense up and protect themselves. They don't want to get punished. They don't want to get in trouble. Uh, But they're both immediately, like, in this oppositional thing. And then, you know, as an adult, you've got to kind of sit there and untangle it and kind of, like, let them talk to each other and hear each other. Uh, And, you know, and then eventually they'll be friends again and, like, nothing happened and they're just playing. So we have that, too. Like, we have those different things. Like, you know, as an adult, I definitely have times in relationships or friendships where I'm, like... Uh, I'll get reactive and tense up and like uh, defensive and, and I don't want to get hurt or in trouble or whatever or punished, you know, that, that same thing is still there in some way and I get kind of protective. Um, and then it, it's it's even more, I think, subtle and unconscious sometimes and it could be just little things that kind of like get under my skin and I don't even really notice it but like you know, then I have, for me right now, like my IT band and quads are like super tight. You know, I've worked on getting like my back to work better and my hamstrings open, but I still have these other areas that's like, what is that about? You know, why do I still hold that tension? And and when I, when I go into those things and kind of feel them, there's like old memories there. And it seems, you know, maybe it seems far-fetched, but if you've ever done like somatic therapy, you know, like there's those little... Things are held in the body, you know I had this thing in my stomach for a while, and I kind of worked through that and there was like all this uh this anger and frustration built up about my stepdad so things like that can like get held in the body that was there for like fifteen years, you know just like in there uh, so these tensions can take a while to unravel sometimes, and you know as we become older and not kids anymore the we kind of uh, they they get more subtle and deeper and kind of stuck in there and If we don't have the place to unravel them and and talk about it, maybe with therapists or yoga practice to like get it unravelled, it can stay in there for a long time. So, uh, we'll we'll focus on that today and kind of listening to the body. And even sometimes I like to do this like inquiry thing of like asking parts of the body, like, "What do you feel? What do you want?" You know, like feeling into my quads, like, "Why are you holding the tension?" You know, asking it. And then trusting whatever comes up, that little intuitive voice of like, you know, it's something to do with this particular person in my past and, you know, I haven't forgiven them. And, you know, kind of feeling that and then like addressing it. So from there, it's like, it's just intuitive and you kind of know what needs, maybe you need to have a conversation, maybe you just need to sit with that in your own time, or maybe just sitting with it in the time we have today, it'll start to release, you know. So we'll, we'll do a bit of that sort of inquiry into the body today. And let's start with our seated posture, any comfortable seated posture, and the hands together at the heart, bowing the mind to the heart and to each other. Let's start in a child's pose, knees apart, hips to heels, forehead towards the ground. Begin to take slightly slower, slightly deeper breaths down to the lower belly. So here, as you breathe, feeling more three-dimensional breath, so not just the lower belly, not just the front of the body, but the sides, the back, the belly, the ribs, and the lungs in the chest. From here, we'll start to move, walk your hands to the left, creating a side bend, opening up the right ribs, right side of the body, and breathing more into the right ribs. So when you inhale, the intercostal muscles expand between the ribs like an accordion. When you exhale, there's a softening there. We're starting from this place of sort of containment, centeredness, safeness in child's pose, but also there's a vulnerability like when we open our ribs like this, it's a very sensitive part of the body. I had a close friend who would, whenever I'd see him, he'd he'd jab me in the ribs right there. Super vulnerable, super sensitive. (coughs) And then we'll add a little rotation here. So thread your left arm underneath left shoulder down and then start to come onto the right fingertips open the right lung towards the ceiling a little bit here then wrap your right arm around the back palm faces away and keep turning the right lung towards the ceiling opening the front of the shoulder a little more let the neck relax away from that opening up the the traps Back down to the center and to the other side. Walk the hands over to the right. Breathing into the left ribs, left side of the body. As we go, if you find these little tensions, these little parts of the body that are maybe holding on to something, you can... Practice this inquiry practice. We'll do it more towards the end, but you can always do it anytime in your practice. Just being curious about the shape, the texture, the size of the sensation, if there's any thoughts or feelings or images that come up with it. We'll add that little rotation here. Thread the right arm underneath onto the left fingertips, opening left lung, and then wrap the left arm around the back palm faces away, and let the neck relax away from the shoulder, and then just sort of spill back down to the center, letting go, and up to hands and knees, making any movements of the hips, shoulders, spine that feels good, listening to your body, maybe it's holding still, maybe it's moving around. And then to a neutral spine, we'll bring the hands out wide as the, wider than the mat and it's moving into the shoulders. Shoulder blades together and apart, side to side, forward back. And then to neutral spine, hands under shoulders, and then bring the arms forward. So you could have your blanket under your knees if you want a little padding here. Uh, Otherwise, coming to Anahatasana, Heart Chakra Pose. The hips stay over the knees as you lower the chest and forehead to the ground. The forehead can be down or the chin could be down. And the arms could be straight or you could bend the elbows and have the hands together in prayer above the head. From here, we'll come into another twist, left shoulder, threads underneath, left shoulder towards the ground. Extend the right leg back, pressing into the ball of the foot, and from there, rotating a little more into the upper back. Your right hand can kind of help you press into the ground to add rotation there. And if you want, you could wrap the right arm around the back, palm faces away. This pose, breathing more into the back of the lungs and the upper back under the left shoulder. Very common area to hold tension in the body. And we'll release, unwrap, and back to center to the other side. Same thing, right arm through. Left leg extends back, pressing into the ball of the foot. Your left hand could be like an anchor, pressing down Or you could wrap the left arm around the back, palm faces away, and again breathe into the upper back under the right shoulder. start to untwist back to center. If you have the blanket, move the blanket out. And come all the way down to the belly. Now move into the hips in a similar way. Right arm through. Right arm straight ahead to roll onto your right side and rest the head there. And your left hand helps you balance here so you can move the left hip in all directions. Moving the hip, uh, lubricating the hip joint here. Ball and socket joints so moving all directions. Feeling things out, creating more fluidity in the left hip. And less tension, less resistance. And from here, Lift the leg straight up about two feet, and then back about a foot and a half or so. Rotate the leg, internally rotate so the toes point towards the ground, and lift a tiny bit more, contracting outer hip glute medius, this area here of the outer left hip abductors. Keep that as you reach the left arm in the opposite direction, opening the ribs and the side of the body. You could turn the chest towards the ground a little bit. You could even bring the left fingertips to the floor. the left knee bend all the way to the floor in front of you so that totally uh, takes all the work out of the outer hip so that relaxes now bend the bottom knee and reach for the top of the foot with the left hand and while you're holding that Turn the chest towards the ceiling, shoulders to the ground. With your right hand, catch the left knee. So you're in a twist here on the back. And to accentuate the opening of your uh, bottom hip, your right hip, contract the glutes on the right side. On the left side, the glutes are stretched so you can't really contract them. But the right side, contract as fully as you can to help open right hip flexor, right quad. All right, so as we get into the psoas here, it's another very common area to hold tension in the body. So if you find any of that, just being curious, noticing the texture, or the shape, if there's a temperature to it, if there's any thoughts, images, or pictures, or memories that come up with that. Just being with whatever arises. From here, left ankle on the right thigh, coming to a pigeon pose on your back. Just rolling down to the back, holding hands behind the right thigh or the right shin. other side so your left ankle is on top yeah it's okay it's okay (laughs) and then uh, flex your toes so the toes point back towards the knee and you can use your your hand to kind of push the thigh forward yeah like that shoulders stay relaxed awesome From here, we'll release the legs and roll over to the left side, starting that same sequence on this side, left arm under the head, right hip moving around in circles both directions, moving the fluid in the joint. So if we don't use that fluid, it degenerates over time. If we just do, you know, sitting and driving, just kind of using the hips the same way every day, then they don't. Uh, stay supple and mobile, so just doing these little movements regularly can have a really big positive impact. And then now we'll reach the right leg up about 2 feet and back about a foot and a half. Turn the toes towards the ground, internally rotating the leg, and then lift a tiny bit higher. Reach the right arm in the opposite direction, turning the chest towards the ground. Holding, breathing here, strengthening outer right hip. bend the right knee to touch the floor in front of you. Bend the bottom knee to catch the top of the foot. Turn the chest towards the ceiling, shoulders to the ground. Catch the top knee with your left hand. contract the left glute muscles to help extend the left hip flexors. Now the right ankle, the top leg over the left thigh, pigeon pose on the back, and hold hands behind the left thigh or the left shin, shoulders and neck relax. Letting go of any unnecessary tension in the shoulders or the neck, and just being curious about what you feel in the outer right leg, another very common area to hold tension. roll back down to the belly and make your way up to hands and knees, moving around any way that feels good and then back to downward facing dog, pedaling the feet out, easing into hips, hamstrings, calves. Look between the hands and bring the right foot forward into a low lunge. Right knee over right ankle. Let the left knee down to the ground. Left hand off the mat in a twist. Right shoulder over. You could wrap the arm around the back here. You could bend the back knee and reach for the top of the foot. Other side, your left hand is down, left hand down. There you go, yeah, that's it, yeah. (laughs) And then we'll release that back down here. And step forward to forward fold. Knees can bend, hold opposite elbows, let the head hang down. Let it go of any effort in the neck. And from here, release the hands and lift halfway up, extending the spine as you inhale. And exhale to fold in, rounding the back. We'll do that two more times. Inhale, extend the spine, lifting the heart. And exhale, fold, rounding the back. Again, inhale, lift halfway up, extending the spine. And exhale, fold, and step right back to down dog. Again, pedaling the feet out, lengthening the spine, lengthening the back of the legs. From here, step the left foot forward, right hand stays down, right knee comes down, so right hand's off the mat, open the left arm over the right. You could stay just like that, or you could wrap the arm around the back, palm faces away. You could bend the back knee, reach for the top of the foot. Sometimes, I probably should have said earlier, sorry, but sometimes if you can't reach the foot, moving the hips back first and bending the knee can make the arm get a little closer, and then you can come forward. But next time I'll tell you that before we do the pose, (laughs) when it's actually helpful. We'll bring the hands back down, and we'll step up to a forward fold. Knees can bend here again. We'll inhale to lift halfway up. Exhale to fold in. Inhale to reach all the way up, and exhale bring the hands to the heart, shoulders down the back, pausing here, unclenching the toes, weight equal in front, back, and sides of the body. So here we'll bring the arms overhead and catch the left wrist, and reach to the right side, side bend, but now cross the left knee behind the right. Keep that as you let the right arm down to the back leg. Turn the chest towards the ground, get into the left side a little more, breathing into the left ribs, opening the space. And we'll come back to center. Arms up, catch the right wrist, lean to the left side. Cross the right knee behind turn the chest towards the ground, left arm down to the back leg, reach through the top arm. Back to center, both arms up, both sides long as you inhale, reach, and then exhale to bend the elbows, shoulders down the back, release the arms here. So we're gonna do a few more of these deeper twists as we go. So here, just keep your toes, hips pointing straight ahead and let your arms out in a T. Now don't let the hips move, but rotate to your right. Now let the hips go as well and keep rotating. All right, so you feel like you can add like 15 degrees there. We'll come back to center and then rotate to the left, no hips. And then let the pelvis turn as well, so adding that degrees of rotation there and back to center and then again from the hips rotating to the right and then back to center from the hips rotating to the left and then back to center. Alright, we'll let the arms down. So that shows up a lot in the twisting poses, I'll show you just briefly here like in chair pose teachers might say to keep your knees in line, hips still and you rotate but sometimes that can create extra tension in the hips and the belly. So sometimes letting the hips go with it can give us a little more uh, openness and might feel better for your body. But either way is, is good. So inhale to reach the arms up here. And exhale the hands to the heart into a chair pose. Feet are together, knees are together, or really close at least. And then left elbow outside of the right knee into a twist. And again, the left hip can come a little forward if that feels better for you. Or the knees can stay in line if that feels better for you. Now we'll keep this shape and lift the left foot off the mat and step it back into a lunge. right so same twist but now in a lunge and then come up with the upper body standing but the arms opening in a T the legs still in the lunge so the right knee towards the middle toe both legs engaged glutes engaged inner thighs quads engaged reach the right arm down the back leg the side bend like we did standing up warrior two back heel down hold and breathe here press the front knee towards the middle toe as if the feet are pushing down and away from center, palms turn up, reverse warrior reaching back, creating this length through the right side and straighten the front knee to go further back, keep this length in the side as you come into triangle pose, right hand inside the ankle or to a block. And the left arm could be straight over the right arm or you can wrap the left arm around the back. And you can let the neck relax here. Instead of looking up, let the right ear towards the right shoulder, opening up the left traps. From here, bend the front knee to side angle pose, forearm to thigh, and we'll move the left shoulder like we did with the hips, just any direction, all around, feeling it out. Forward back, side to side, lubricating the the joint here in the shoulder, and then we'll land in side angle pose, long line of energy from the back heel to the top fingers. Hold that, or you can start to float the right forearm off the leg, and maybe extend the right arm, strong leg, strong core, stabilizing here. Lower the hands down, framing the front foot, step back to downward facing dog. Forward to a plank pose, shoulders over the wrists and then all the way down to the belly, lifting the head, reaching the arms back and lifting the legs into a locust pose, hips pressed down, back strong and engaged, and then hands under shoulders, back to down dog. Look between the hands, step or hop to the front. Feet close together, knees close together as you bend the knees into a chair pose, hands at the heart. Right elbow outside of the left knee, you can start from the hips and have the right knee come a little forward or you can keep the knees in line if you prefer. Now keep this shape in the upper body, lift the right foot and step the leg back. So now we're in the lunging twist. And have the right knee straight, so you're contracting the, the glute and the, the quads and hamstrings. Mm-hmm. Contracting there, good. And now keep this shape, it's just standing up and arms open out in a T. And then reach the left arm down the back leg, a little bit of the side bend, a little rotation here. Warrior two, back heel down, arms extend. Front knee towards the middle toes, front knee over the ankle. Rooting down through both feet and pushing down and apart from the center. Palms up, reverse warrior, reaching back. Straighten front knee, go further back, creating this length of the side and keep as much of that as you can as you hinge to triangle pose, left hand inside the ankle or to a block. And then right arm could be extended or you could wrap the right arm around the back. You can let the head hang down towards the ground. Lean back towards me a little bit here. Upper body leaning back. Okay. Let the neck relax. And then we'll go to the side angle pose, bending the left knee, forearm to thigh, and then right arm making circles, movements, just moving fluidly around here. All directions. And then land in side angle pose. So it's a long diagonal line from the back heel to the top fingertips. Stay there or start to float the left forearm off the thigh and maybe extend the arm. Strong leg, strong core, strong center. Float the hands all the way down, step back to down dog. Forward to plank pose, shoulders start over the wrist, but bring your right hand a little bit forward, either stacking the feet to the right or right knee down, side plank as you lift the left arm. Left leg lifts. Any amount here, strong outer hips, abductors. And then back down, plank pose resetting, hands under shoulders, left hand a little forward, side plank, left knee could be down or you stack the feet. Lift the right leg, any amount here, strong outer hips. Back down to plank pose, all the way down to the belly. Locust pose, lifting head, shoulder blades together, reaching arms back, and slight bend in the knees, strengthening hamstrings and glutes. Hands under shoulders, back to down dog. Lift the right leg straight back and down dog. Open the hip, bending the knee. Next inhale straight back, exhale step forward into the lunge. Inhale to rise up to a high lunge, bend the elbows, point the fingers back like locust pose, lift the back heel to contract the glute and hamstrings, lean forward and lift off maybe just a little bit, maybe all the way to warrior three, hands could come to the blocks, or as best you can, holding this position parallel to the floor. Warrior, or Sorry, high lunge again, back down with the back foot and then to warrior two, back heel down, arms extend. Left hand to left hip, just like we did in side plank, right arm out, maybe to the floor as you lift the back leg. You can always use a block here under the right arm as well. Rooting down into the ball and heel of the standing leg, toes relaxed. Warrior two as you come back. Palms up, reverse warrior, reaching back. Straighten front knee, creating space in the side revolved triangle. So your left hand comes down inside the foot. Right hand, the low back to open the lungs towards the ceiling, and then maybe extend the right arm from there. But starting from that rotation of the spine, leading with the spine instead of the shoulder. Definitely use a block here under the left hand if you feel a little unstable. Yeah. And keeping both legs straight here helps us really stretch while we're also there's a little bit of strengthening of the outer hips. Alright, one more thing here with the shape, we'll bring the hands down, keep the shape of the legs, but walk the hands forward, lift the back leg, and now again rotate the spine to your right towards the ceiling, revolved half moon pose. lower the back leg down and come up again to that high lunge twist like we did towards the beginning and then back hand down the back leg a little the side bend here hands together at the heart elbow outside the knee a twist and then step the left foot forward chair pose twist and release back down forward forward inhale to lift halfway up, exhale to fold down, inhale to reach all the way up, exhale to fold all the way down, inhale to lift halfway up, extend the spine, exhale step back to down dog or if you want to go to chaturanga up dog down dog you can, This will be our last active sequence here. So left leg extends straight back, open the hip, inhale straight back, exhale step forward into a lunge, rise up to a high lunge. Find your base, lift the back heel over the ball of the foot, bend the elbows, reach the arms back, lean forward, and again maybe just lift a little bit today. Maybe parallel to the floor. Maybe use the blocks to help you balance. Back down to the lunge, transition. Warrior two, back heel down. Right hand to right hip. Left arm comes forward like you're going to side planks. You've got that sort of core stability leading you into this, just like side plank. Maybe the left hand to the floor or to a block. Or maybe you just keep the left arm floating. Back leg parallel to the floor as best you can. The right arm could extend out as well if you want. Warrior two floating back down. Palms up, reverse warrior. Straighten front knee further back. Revolved triangle. Right arm inside of the foot or to a block. Left, eye, left hand to low back to rotate the spine. Left ribs opening here towards the ceiling. Lower the hands down. Lock the hands forward. Lift the back leg straight up. And then keep your right hand down as you turn to your left. Revolved half moon. Opening left lung towards the ceiling here. You can always use a block here that helps give you a lot of space with this. Lower the back foot, keep that twist as you come up to the lunging twist like we did in the beginning. All right, so all your palms facing towards the left side of the room. Front knee towards the middle toe, still that bending in the front knee. Back hand down to the back leg, side bend, keep that space on the side as you bring the hands together at the heart, elbow outside the knee to twist. And then step the back foot up into the chair pose twist, feet together. And then untwist back to center forward fold inhale to reach all the way up and exhale hands to heart pausing here in mountain pose shoulders down the back hands could stay at the heart or arms beside you unclenching the toes weight equal in the front back and sides of the feet And from here, we'll inhale to reach the arms up. Exhale to fold down. Turn to your left, stepping out into a wide stance for a wide-legged forward fold. Hands under the shoulders to start and start to hinge at the waist to walk the hands back, fingers in line with the toes, head towards the ground. If there's an inversion or headstand or anything you want to practice instead, now's a good time. Transition, starting to bring the hands back under the shoulders. And just moving side to side in the hips, so bending one knee, other leg straight. Just going a little bit left to right, almost like Skandasana, but not quite. And then from here, we'll turn towards the front foot into a lunging position again, right foot towards the right edge of the mat, left knee down to the floor to lizard pose. Hands down, or elbows down, or using the blocks here. and start to walk the hands back in. Keep the legs in that shape. Walk your hands over to your left, like down dog, stretching the arms, pressing the hips back, lengthening both sides, and opening up inner right hip a little bit more. Walk the hands back in over towards the center again heel toe the feet across the mat now to a pigeon pose right knee towards the right edge left leg straight back you can always do this on your back if you prefer if you want to do a figure four shape on the back otherwise here finding length in the spine and then elbows out to the sides to relax the shoulders as you rest the head here again a common area for attention in the body being curious about the sensations the shape the texture of what you feel and if there's any feelings thoughts images observing that sometimes like taking more exhales through the mouth can help relieve that tension just meeting it with curiosity instead of opposition start to transition here. If there's any movements you want to make in between, feel free to do that. But eventually we'll end up in the lunge again with the left foot forward (coughs) and the right leg back. All right, so from setting up for lizard pose, you could have your blanket under your knee as well if you want a little support there. And uh, getting into the left hips, the left foot to the left edge of the mat. Hands can be down or elbows down or using the blocks in lizard pose. and start to bring the hands back in. Keep this shape of the legs. Walk your arms over to your right, creating a sort of down dog shape in the upper body. Pressing the hips back to create a little more opening into that inner left hip adductor groin area. And then walk the hands back to center. Pigeon pose, scoot the left foot across the mat. You can come down to your back again, figure four if you want. First version, have the right leg straight back, hips square to the ground, and a long spine to come down. Elbows out to the side, stacking the hands. Just noticing any sensations you find here, being curious, being with whatever arises. start to transition from here down to the back. So there's any movements you want to make in between. Please, please do that. On the back with the knees in rocking side to side. And then come to the center, feet down to the floor. Move your hips to the right side of the mat and your knees into the left side of the mat for a twist. You could stack the knees or cross the knees, arms open in a T or your goalposts, turning the head away from the knees. Moving deeper within to your experience. Letting the eyes close. And then transitioning back to center. And hips to the left side of the mat. Knees to the right. Turning the head away from the knees. Center. If there's any last movements you need to feel complete in your practice, please do that. Otherwise, setting up for Shavasana, final resting pose. We transition from the focus of sensations in the body, images and memories and thoughts in the mind, to from asana practice to Pratyahara practice, bringing the senses more within, resting in this, just witnessing awareness. Not, ad- not attached to the body, not attached to the breath or the mind, but just this witnessing awareness that observing, observes all these sensations and experiences. Start to move the hands and feet, arms and legs, and eventually coming over to one side and back up to sitting, take your time. hands together at the heart, bowing the mind to the heart and to each other. Thank you for practicing today. Namaste.